Let's chat with Jason Hawes, the host of Ghost Nation. Thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? You safe out there or what, man? Yeah, we're hanging in there, you know, doing uh, doing our social distancing, wearing our masks, our gloves, washing our hands. How about you? Yeah, same, of course. I think it's going to be a different world from here on out. Oh, there's no doubt. Things are going to change. I mean, the way we go to restaurants, the way we interact at, at concerts or plays or anything, it's just everything is up for grabs. Even overseas. I mean, a lot of times you go overseas and, and people are wearing that all the time different places so i just think it's gonna start being the norm here i think that's really what we're faced with i mean at least there is some kind of a model of things out there that you know we have to draw from yeah that's that's true it's just scary times yeah it's just bizarre okay we start every interview with the same two questions jason are you ready one where are you rhode island new new england and two what are you wearing what am I wearing? Oh, geez. Well, I'm wearing uh, some sweatpants by jacket because nobody cares, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to do another load of, uh, of pajamas, so I had clothes for work this week. Yeah, well, I mean, I got to stay in this because as soon as I'm done with all these interviews, I, I, my, my three sons, who are 16 and my twin 15-year-olds, put me through this workout routine with them because they're state championship wrestlers, and I'm trying to hang out with them. <laughs> How's that working out? Um, it's uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm the uh, strong old guy guy who uh just you know can't seem to last as long as them with the uh, the benching and stuff but i'll get there <laughs> <laughs> okay so a couple of questions so ghost nation back for uh, season number two and you actually were fairly close to our neck of the woods up in uh, lewisburg north carolina yes we were we're filming uh with just a great husband and wife out there and come to find out i mean there's especially during that investigation the nice thing about ghost nation is that we're able to dive deeper than i we ever did in the past where uh, past show I did, I felt more like a preliminary investigation. We were there for you know a couple of days, and then boom, we were done. But I mean, we're able to stay at some of these locations for a week, two weeks uh, total, and dive deeper into the history and and just the information of a property uh, that we were never given the chance to do prior. And yeah, so getting out there and and meeting out and meeting up with the family, and, and then just trying to figure out what's truly going on, because we go in believing over 80% of all claims can be disproved. Um, and we film a lot of cases, of course, that don't air, only the best that we put on. But, um, yeah, just finding the, the true history of this this house and how it was actually moved and what it was prior, and then finding out the history of the land. And, I mean, it's uh, it was a pretty mind-blowing, mind-blowing case. So i got to ask you, how did you get into it? Because y- you were doing this before it was like a TV thing. Oh, absolutely. I've been doing this for going on, I'll date myself now, but almost 30 years. Yeah, I was one of those people who I never thought about the paranormal. I had my own personal experience, and it sort of thrusted me in t- into the field trying to look for explanations or, or how, how these things are possible. But... From there, I realized that there's just so much garbage out there. Everybody's willing to call everything paranormal, and that's not how I am and not how uh, the rest of my team is. We believe that the paranormal exists, para just meaning beyond, so beyond the normal of what we're used to, but we believe that over 80% of all claims can be disproved. So we're looking for the rational explanation and uh, just trying to really put pieces of a puzzle together and, and figure out what's truly happening. So did you come to them and say, hey, I got this thing I'm doing and this would make a great TV show, or did they search you out? Well, it was kind of a, a mutual thing. And they, uh, Travel Channel is just a wonderful group of people, them and Discovery Channel, and they had asked me in the past to do uh, to come back to television because I had, I had walked away from uh, my past show after doing it for about 12 years. And it just took some time off to hang out with the kids and uh, Travel Channel uh, was actually purchased back by uh, Discovery, 
and the door was always open there. And some some of the best people I've I've known throughout years are uh, running it over there. And, and they asked for a sit down, so I went, sat down with them, told them about a couple ideas that if I came back to television, these are this is what I'd want to do. And they said, you know what? The door's open. We're not going to step on your toes. If you want to do a show, do a show the way you want to. And that's exactly what we did. So, and you're able to follow. The nice thing about this is you're, especially with Ghost Nation, is you're able to follow the investigation through the whole thing. You're, you're able to watch us putting those pieces of the puzzles together. So you're able to see how a true investigation is really handled. And I think that that's really important. Like this first investigation, our season, uh, season premiere, we, it was, there was so much stuff. We were there for over two weeks that, we had to, we had to make it two hours, um, just because we had cadaver dogs and we had police officers and it became an active crime scene, um, uh, as well as uh, some incredible evidence we caught. But just to have you're going out there in Biglerville, Pennsylvania, to help out this recently married couple, uh, Glenda and Steve, phenomenal people, and they're, the place is about eight miles from Gettysburg. And there were all these reports, there were all these rumors of uh, a witching tree on the property, and a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, you hear about the Salem witch trials. But there were religious groups out there who, if somebody was accused of a witch, these people, these so-called witches, would just randomly disappear, and nobody would ever hear from them, from them again. And one of the ways they would handle it is they'd kill the person, they would put them, they'd bury them face down and plant a tree on top of them. And, wow. you know, it would go from there, believing that that held them in. And you get to a property like this, and, and you're hearing the stories, and you're like, yeah, yeah, most of those are rumors. And you just think, all right, we'll get some cadaver dogs out here and, and uh, let them sniff around to, to disprove. But that opened up a whole can of worms that just, you know, like I said, next thing you know, police and active crime scene. And, and it just, it was it was incredible. It was one of those events. And, and then we were able to also document some incredible evidence as well. So it had to be, had to be two hours. We could have, could have made that three hours if we wanted. 